1: Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Euclid, speed test, intelligence data, fixed median download speeds, USQ3 2023.
2: Kansas City Royals in their ninth rubber match of the season, four and four so far. The Dark Knight, Ken Harvey. I can't call him that anymore. Can't do it. He was the guy I saw in New York in the 15 World Series. That was a dark night. But it's Matt Harvey. Give the guy credit for still trying, man. The ERA is pretty high. Very high, to be quite honest with you. He'll go against Carlos Hernandez. And joining us now, as I do each and every... Vern, Vern, our Royals insider who's all fired up about this series. What's up, Vern? You could
3: tell you're a long-time Royals fan because when you opened up this hour, you called him Ken Harvey. Before you corrected yourself and called him I know, and Matt Harvey.
2: I know. You know what? I like, But I like, it was one of those weeks like at Harvey, Sports it Radio. Was. CDOT's Mr. bringing yes. on Ken Harvey. I know. I like Ken Harvey better than Matt Harvey. What's your favorite Matt Harvey moment? You were in New York. You remember? The well, dark knight, Is he going to come back out or not? They loved him. He was Gotham's hero. He should have
3: come back out. That was the right yeah. move by Terry Collins. I had no issue with Matt Harvey coming back out for the ninth inning. The issue was they should have pulled him after the leadoff walk to yes. Lorenzo Cain, which is you and I were sitting next to each other in the city field uh, press box, and after Lorenzo Cain drew that walk, we looked at one another, and we both said, Royals are going to win this game.
2: Yeah, you felt that. I mean, Denny Matthews yeah. last night, I remember I was, I was listening to Denny last night on the Royals because they had a leadoff walk there. It was the 8-4, had a leadoff walk, and Benatendi gets a hit. Like in this, okay. things are, you know, and Denny says, well, this is when good things happen. And he's usually right. Right. Like Denny's always right. That leadoff walk can leave some runs, especially against the Orioles. I heard you the other night. I heard you yesterday on your pregame show, Vern, uh, your uh, 610 Saturday Vern's on deck show. And you were saying something about you couldn't get too excited about Friday because it was the Orioles. I mean, we always have to put that in perspective. And I was careful and cautious. Listen, I love the fact they're playing the Orioles to start the second half. I think it's cool. I think the Orioles are who you want to play. But again, last night happens. And it's great if they go out and win today and beat Matt Harvey. But if not, you lost two of three to a bad team. Oh, my
4: God. Oh, I,
2: oh,
3: oh. I can't imagine I you after God, this Binkley. game. Oh, my God. I, I'll i be, if, if they lose the game, there better be a very good reason. Um. That, that's that's all I can say. Let me ask you a question.
2: You no, know, Sarah, I'll have to calm you.
3: Do you view the Royals as if they're in the same class as the Baltimore Orioles? No. And like they were in 2018, 2019, jockeying for draft position. Do you view the Royals no. in the same class as the Orioles? If not,
2: why? No, I don't because I, I think they're a better club than them. I just do. All around, I think the Royals – I mean, maybe this is how I look at it. Like the Royals – or better than the Orioles. I've always looked at the Orioles since the Royals beat them in the postseason. It's like, what the hell happened to this team? But I look at the Royals as a step above. I like their prospects, and I get it. Cedric Mullins and me and Sini with that group. They got a few things going on, but they can't pitch. They can't. Well, I mean, yes, there are some similarities with the Royals, but I just view and John them di-
3: Means might be the best young pitcher of the two
2: teams. I Dubai. know. Like a local kid, too. I just no, I, I don't
3: know. Is there Bobby Witt Jr.?
2: Do I look bad? Now they
3: don't have a Salvador Perez. They don't have a Whit Merrifield. Uh, look, the Royals. I'm with you. They have more talent, but I wonder how much I'm being uh, clouded or, or blinded by uh, my allegiance to the Royals. Um, I mean, talent wise, it, it it seems as if the Royals have a lot more talent, and yet I look at the record and. They're two of the five worst teams in baseball. It just. This is true. You, you would think 91 games into the season, Bank, I would have been able to come to terms with who this Royals team is, but I just refuse to believe that they're the worst team in this division, that they're one of the five worst teams in Major League Baseball. It, it, I don't know. It just doesn't compute.
2: You know, I'd be more upset if I was a Twins fan that sits just a little bit above the Royals. 429 winning percentage, Royals 47. They had expectations like the Royals yeah, didn't. Ever. No, yeah. for the, no,
3: that's not true.
2: I thought Royals the Royals had expectations. Not like the Twins did. Binkley. The Twins it's, had legitimate expectations. Not what, to okay. win this division, but to so be the White So is right that the kind the of White fan you want
3: to be? be? Is that the kind of fan you want to be where, yeah, it's bad for us, but at least it's not as bad as Minnesota, who's right there with them? I'm trying to find
2: something to laugh at, Byrne. That is the Twins.
3: It's July 18th, and we're talking like this? No. We had expectations coming into the season that on July 18th, we'd still be able to convince ourselves that the team's in the race, and we can't do that. So I don't want to hear anything about the Minnesota Twins and how their fans should be more upset. No. Royals fans should be. Uh, just as disappointed as Minnesota fans
2: yeah I know Mike Matheny was you know being positive before the all-star break and said look for a cool story um, listen I, th- I thought Boobich last night going six again against the Baltimore Orioles but it, like I like he's up and down at times I like the attitude like a few a few months ago he had a post-game press conference I really like he said he's learning. He he knew he had to go out for innings. Like, he, he had a rough inning. He's like, listen, I, I need to give this team more. And he, like, realized that he stepped up and he did it. Like, I like to see his development. Part of my checklist, Vern, for 2021 was seeing the development of Singer, of Bubich, of Coar getting up here, of Lynch getting up here. Yeah, Singer took a step back yesterday, now, undoubtedly. I mean, I like the direction he was going. But that was a step back for Brady Singer. I don't know what to expect from him because I was wanting some answers from this rotation. Now, Keller, Keller's you last two starts Keller's forward. last two starts were good, especially the last start against the Indians when he went seven and two-thirds. That's positive. But I, I look at this rotation and said, what can I learn about Bubich, Singer, Lynch, and Coar? I don't have any answers at this point. Do you?
3: Well, I, I mean, an, I, don't, I don't know what you mean by answers. Um, have
2: they answered I, any of your questions?
3: Uh, no, but it, it, there's there's to me no way they can answer the questions at this point. Um, they could have shown improvement. Uh, Brady Singer's the same guy that I saw last season. That's disappointing. Okay. Uh, you know, listening to him after the game. Uh, asked about, you know, how come you're not throwing your change up even once you know, how, how come you're, you're so comfortable being a two-pitch pitcher, being the same guy that you were last year, uh, unwilling to take that step forward, unwilling to try that change up on a consistent basis? And I'm not saying throw it as much as your sinker or slider, but you got to put it in the hitter's mind that I have a third pitch, and, and Brady Singer was very dismissive of the idea pointing out how much success he's had in the past riding just those two pitches, like he did against the Cincinnati Reds, like he did in that uh, eight innings of no-hit baseball against Cleveland last year. Okay, um, if you want to be that guy for the rest of your career, you could be a solid reliever, you know, just like Mike Moustakis, like like we said about him in 2014, okay, you want to be a pole hitter your entire life, you could be a nice power bat off the bench. Uh, but you want to be a, a champion, you want to stay in this game for a while well then you need to evolve you need to add aspects to your game you need to see how the opposition's beating you and adjust accordingly Mike Moustakis becomes a two-time all-star by hitting the ball to all fields Brady Singer can become a two-time all-star but he's got to develop that third pitch Chris Bubich last night and, and as you just heard with Mike Matheny, Chris mm-hmm. Bubich, over his last four or five starts, has been uh, trusting that curveball, implementing mm-hmm. that third pitch more often. He's taking that step forward. So I don't know if I've seen any answers, but I've seen Chris Bubich start to take that step forward here in 2021. Now, big, I've, I've made a big deal about the step forward. Uh, that, that's what I call 2021. The clubhouse is going to be unable to take that step forward. Dozier, Mondesi, Merrifield, Keller, the three-year guys, the guys that have been around for the 100 losses, uh, they're not going to be able to take that step forward. It's over. Um, But the pitching, the young pitching, they can still take that step forward. We saw uh, and we've seen Chris Bubit start to take that step over his past four or five trips to the Hill. Uh, Singer, Lynch, Kowar, we got 71 games remaining, and they, they, they still can uh, because, again, uh, Brady Singer's made, what, 19 starts now? Uh, you know, taking that step forward for a guy like Brady Singer, part of it was uh, making 30 starts, showing that you can be a big league starter for a full 162 game. So, you know, there's still time for him, there's still time for Carlos Hernandez, who we're going to see lit around today. There's still time for the young pitching to take that step forward. But the only real improvement I've seen so far this season is from the guy last night in Chris Bubich.
2: So I understand that September numbers are September numbers. Last year was different because expanded playoffs and teams actually cared only the second month of baseball. But you mentioned Dozier, and I, I'm still – like I still think there's something to learn about him until we get to September. What can he do before we get to September? I look at what he's done in July. Guys hitting 386 since July 1st. That's a step in the right direction. See him like make adjustments, take the coaching like Solaire. I mean, that's at this point we're talking like when's he going to be DFA'd? I mean, that's that's kind of the mindset of Jorge Soler. Like Hunter Dozier is going to be, you know, needed piece for this team. I think there's something still to learn about him.
3: Yeah, I don't – to me, the games right now – I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong on this. But in my opinion, the games are too meaningless right now to learn anything about Hunter Dozier. Uh, Look, he's not going anywhere. You signed him to a four-year extension. I'm not saying they need to make any sort of a move with Hunter Dozier. But when you sign a guy to a four-year extension and you expect to be competing within those four years, uh, I know what Hunter Dozier can do. We all saw it in 2019. The guy's a, uh, you know, uh, almost a, a five-tool talent. Um, you know, Great speed, power, can hit for average, a solid defender, great clubhouse guy. Um, so I know that's in there. So if he starts performing well to finish off July and uh, performs like he did in 2019 throughout the month of August, uh, great. Um, but it won't mean much to me personally. It won't mean much to me because the games aren't meaningful. I'm not going to go into 2022. Now, listen, I am going to go into 2022 with the expectation of this team making the playoffs, but Hmm. I'm not going to go into 2022 saying that Hunter Dozier is going to be a consistent threat in that lineup because I don't know how Hunter Dozier handles pressurized situations, pressurized games at the big league level because he's never performed well in games that matter. None of those games in 2019 mattered. He performed well, but there was no real postseason pressure on any of those games in which he performed well. 2020 was a down year when he turned it on late in September. Those games were over. Um, And now if he performs well when you're 17 games below 500, it it, it won't mean much to me. So to me, uh, there is no saving the season for Hunter Dozier. He's got to start anew in
2: 2022. Vern, I'll leave you with this. There's three positive things I've seen from this team, from the from the big league club, and the minor league clubs, and, the, and two of them are MJ Melendez and Prado's turnaround. Listen, Prado really turned around the swing. I haven't seen a lot of stuff come from alternative sites, and he said really got better. He did because I go back to 2019. Both Prado and MJ Melendez. Won a title, Carolina League title, as they did a a South Atlantic League title in Lexington the year before. That was cool. So they won a title, and they get bumped up. They win, but they hit under 200. Like, these cats have turned around that. Prado and Melinda's have been a real pleasant surprise to me, and especially Prado, being in the top 100 prospects now. He took that step forward. And then Nicky Lopez. I was arguing with Gold the other day. Listen, Nicky Lopez hitting 3.70 in the last month, second-best average in baseball. He's been, he's been good. He's got the second best on base percentage on this team behind just a few points behind Carlos Santana, Mr. Walk. But then again, I say, well, where are they going to put him? I mean, Nicky Lopez is fine. He proved he can play at this level, be a utility guy. But with Bobby Wood Jr., and if Montesy gets healthy, where's he going to play? So I don't know what to say about Nicky Lopez. Yes, what he's doing is great. Bottom of the order hitter. I, I don't know if the Royals really have an answer with Nicky Lopez one way or the other. Still, there's I no think power the there. second
3: baseman second baseman okay so he's proven he can do that I believe so okay now now he's got 71 more games of course 91 games does not make a season he's surprise. Um, yeah no doubt look uh, when I look at this team uh, there's only three guys that I feel better about now than I did at the beginning of the season it's Nicky Lopez Jake Brentz, and Kyle Zimmer but But, yeah, I think Nicky Lopez has planted his flag and let the city and let the game know that I belong in the big leagues. Uh, Yeah, man, I'm going into next year. Nicky Lopez is my opening day second baseman. I'm going to have him in the ninth spot in that lineup. I'm going to have Bobby Witt Jr. over at third base, at Alberto Mondesi at shortstop. There you go. uh, you go. field out in right field. There
2: you go. I like that, Vern. I like that. All right, the Royals four and four in rubber games. They get this one today, and you're happy after the game?
3: They better. I don't want to cuss, but they freaking better, man.
2: If the Orioles win, you get to control yourself after the game. Because it's going to be much to listen to, honestly. Well. It, it always is, but you The gonna only be, way I, be, would, yeah. I would bow
3: my top okay. of the postgame is, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to imagine what Stay would tuned. have to happen. Um, because, you know, baseball happens. You can uh, they, yeah. they could both play a good game and the Royals come out on the losing end. Um, I'll tell you this. I'm glad last night's postgame show didn't start in the fourth <laughs> inning or else it would have been big trouble with Brady Singer.
2: I just need some sound bites for tomorrow night. I need you to maybe uh, just be unhinged. I want to unhinge Vern one way or the other. Wow. Well, it's got to be
3: authentic. Okay. So we'll, I watch out the game plays out.
2: Yeah, but you are authentic, but I, I want some cuts for tomorrow night.
3: Yeah, I don't so I don't, is I don't like too much to ask. I, yeah, it is. I don't like doing that. I think it's a bad look. I'm. I'm but I it's authentic be with you. It was only once I did it after that 14-run yes. loss to the Boston it. Red Sox, and, and I'd it. like to leave it there.
2: Okay, all right, Vern. Have a good show, okay?
3: Hey, that that promo you got going right now yeah. for a Chiefs training camp it, that gets me fired. Me up.
4: too, man. man. Huge thanks that to is Jay a great Binkley. Promo, I loved it. <laughs> Take Shout care, out Jay
2: Binkley. Yes, absolutely. Thanks, Vern. <laughs> Later, man. <laughs> That's right. My old friend, Christian O'Sara, will be producing for Vern today, and he's got a task um, keeping Vern in line. Like, if they lose the Orioles today and Matt Harvey, that will be vintage Vern. He can say what he wants, but that will be vintage Vern if they lose. I'm not expecting him to. I'm expecting him to beat the Orioles two out of three. Surprises, surprise. But back to the Kansas City Chiefs. Expectations, a little smack that went on. And does it even matter? we with the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll discuss that next as my man Uno Ciro joins me next. Big Sunday.
5: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
5: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.
2: Welcome back to Big Sunday, Jay Bakery, Grant Nicholson, Kansas City Royals in action. Vern's on Deck Show. Coming up at noon. It's always much listened to. I like three strikes. I enjoy that because I'm like screaming at my radio.
6: Sometimes I feel Vern's <laughs> too nice. Sometimes I don't. You you think he's too nice? Sometimes I do. I think he's like well, some I only had one. Sometimes winner. he gives hints. Sometimes yeah. he gives- I hate when he pay gives attention hints. To his I hate when he gives hints. I want these guys to suffer if they don't know. Like if you're gonna jump on the air. And you're going to put yourself out there on the radio and try to win these prizes. You've he got tells to come you right away, it. know your Royals. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes he, he gives people some gimmies. But, like, sometimes you can tell he's sympathetic to whoever's on the air, and I want him to go after them.
2: Yeah, because I've I filled in for him four or five times this year, and I've had one winner. That's it. Yeah. Like That was the dude that knew his stuff, man. That was awesome. But Vern's question yesterday, one of them got so, so frustrating because it was teammates of – george brett to have made multiple all-star games and i was like come on say <laughs> i'm a cray <laughs> they didn't and i was like getting frustrated one was uh was salvador perez i think it was multiple all-star games but uh who's yeah. gone with him but it said teammates not current teammates just yeah, teammates, just like teammates in general and yeah. moose qualified under that and he kept the guy kept repeating the question i was like dude Vern's gonna give you a strike man <laughs> Vern's looking in
6: You're taking too much time, he's going to give you a strike. I always love the ones where it's like a question like, who has hit less home runs than so and so player? And like, a lot of people don't think about it, but pitchers, he he doesn't say position players, he just says players in general. So you can just say all pitchers and you're able to to get the question right and nobody ever knows it. He tricks people that way. It's like my favorite segment. It's always hilarious when people get that wrong.
2: My favorite segment we have here, and I listen to it pretty much every day that I can. Yeah. I listen to Vern and see if he's gonna be nice or not. And I know the answer is usually no, but beat Vern. I mean, that's the thing. Beat Vern. I mean, you're out there, you're cocky, you're peacocking, beat the guy, man. He wants to be beaten. I just I just picture like Vern in this dunk tank and like he's waiting for you to throw that fastball to dunk him, and everybody's missing, right? I
6: think Like you, you would have come at the king, you're gonna come at the king. I think there's sometimes the easy ones he wants people to win, but when he really does his research when and finds angry. like a, a really tough, yeah. a really tough question, he doesn't want you yeah. to win. He does not. Like I, I believe me, I've been producing him for like what seven years now. Oh, yeah. He does not want people to get the tough questions and right. I'll text him
2: sometimes. I said, dude, yeah. you're like Sherman, man. You're soft. They they throw some hard balls. Sometimes sometimes
6: he throws some soft balls there. But he, whenever it's a really good research topic, he does not want them to get it Chris Chris
2: Ocero, in here with me. He'll be producing uh, with Vernie here. Chris on uh, various programs here throughout 610 at various times. Chris, one of the things I'm excited about, and I know you are too. This is one reason. uh, We had college football media days this week. I was a little bit upset some of these guys waited these conferences for the All-Star game to commence. Like the SEC did, because usually the SEC would do it during the All Star break, and so instead of like you know ESPN or leading with baseball, it was leading with what Nick Saban said for Alabama. But they messed it up. But then then the Big Twelve starts there as soon as the All Star game ends, right? And everybody made it out there. We all know KU didn't make it. They were on. <laughs> they had to do Zoom because they're the only. They're going to be the only team not to make the media day. <laughs> like that was so. That's it's really right, it's not their Fault because it was bad weather or whatever, but. K-State, I know made a Grant. Grant's K-State guy, but they went the day before. Weather was a little better, but still, man, planes fly with rain. Come on, KU.
6: Yeah, that's pretty – I mean, they could just bust him here. I mean, it's not like – they could just bust him to the location. But anyway,
2: I'll, one more note on college football. Do you know uh, Michigan now? Players will make $10 off their jersey sales. Oh, good. It's it, – well, yeah, it's like – because remember there for a while, the jerseys had to be uh, one or zero or the year. Like, it couldn't be a player's jersey. You're selling, really? you know, on, the,
6: on campus.
2: Yeah, that's why really? you sell a Really? That wasn't lot of,
6: like that when I went to Mizzou. When I went well, to no, Mizzou. No, but they
2: changed it over the years. Okay, for the yeah, because when
6: I went to Mizzou. They were very cautious about it. They had the players' numbers, but they didn't have the names they on They went it. away from that. Yeah, Just like so, Peter Warwick down at yeah. Florida
2: State, who got in trouble for getting a discount at Dillard's or whatever it was. Remember? I mean, come on. Everybody gets those, man, if you know yeah. the person. But what's funny is they probably had his jersey on sale. Oh with yeah, his number yeah. for Florida. I think it was ten back then, but it's called the uh Mden. That's who makes the uh, Michigan jerseys. The players are going to be at ten bucks. Okay. out of those, so that's, it,
6: that's good because I, I remember going to when I was. I'd go to the Mizzou bookstore all the time. I'd see Chase Daniel and Jeremy Macklin. I'd see their jerseys there all the time. And I was like, man, like it sucks because they don't get a cut of that at all. Oh. And you know, you're if you're buying what was it, number nine for Chase and number seven for Jeremy Macklin, like you knew whose jersey you were buying. You weren't just buying a random number nine or number number seven. You knew exactly whose jersey you were buying, and it sucked that they didn't get a cut well, for. Well you it. and I've talked about this year's same image and likeness. It's really
2: changing the game. I mean, could you have coaches that were against it now they're they have to before it. Well, they have you're not, to, yeah. or you're, you're, you're going to lose the player. Exactly. Like, if you're not offering to me, just like Kleiman, when Kleiman was talking down at uh, Media Days, you know, he's talking, you don't have to go to a, a market. Well, Tuscaloosa is a small market. I mean, where Alabama is, but it's Alabama football. I mean, obviously, they're going to bring in sponsors or Clemson, which Dabo wasn't a huge fan of Damien's likeness. Now you have to accept it. But Kleiman's <laughs> like, and he's right. He's like, you can be a big fish in a small pond, right? Like, if you're a superstar at K State, there's those Manhattan dealerships and everything else or varsity donuts, which they haven't done anything yet, granted, oh, but I'm waiting varsity for them to. Don-
6: I, I, I experienced varsity yeah. donuts for the first time back in March. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm
2: waiting for them to so jump good. on the jerseys. But anyway, you can be a big fish in a small pond. They love that football in, in Manhattan. I mean, It is the thing. I took my daughter down there who went to K-State. We drove on Bill Snyder Way or Bill Snyder Highway into, and I said, all right, you're going to learn a lot about Bill Snyder. There's a reason why the stadium, <laughs> this road, and everything. He built this town. Yeah. They had like two hotels before he came. Now they've got it like 10 or more or something like that. Yeah. Like, I know Bill Snyder changed the direction of K-State, but he changed the direction of a town. Like, I haven't seen a coach like flip a town like he did in Manhattan, Kansas, which is unbelievable. But the funny thing about K-State was uh, John Kurtz, the or, uh, guy that does a lot of K-State for us here at 610 Sports Radio, was down there. And he was talking to Skylar Thompson. And he, he had an interview, and he called them the kids because they, they had the TikTok with the with the, you know the the, the walk ons did a TikTok, and Skyler was calling them the kids are just different. I was like, dude, you're on the same team. I know you've been there for 12 years, but <laughs> <laughs> the, the kids. He called them the kids. But the one thing they don't like is that like, I, I had Grant Nicholson watch it with me too because he's a K State guy. They don't like the older players, and even Skyler was some of this. They don't like you wearing the Power Cat. They and some of the older players like do your thing because, f- first of all, the school, if you're wearing the uniform, they want to cut of that. So, yeah. you got to do your thing. It's like these commercials you see where the players aren't wearing the uniform or whatever because they're trying to do it where they don't get their cash.
6: Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what these schools want to do anyways. Is if they, if you're going to use their likeness, remember that kicker for Florida State, UCF, was it? They had UCF, YouTube. yeah, and he had a YouTube page, and and they uh, basically made they ruled him ineligible because he was using he yeah. was basically sh- showing now inside of banking. their facilities, and now something like that is legal now because of the fact that these guys can get paid for it. So they can use that likeness and they can use that image in their association with the school in order to make money. So well,
2: one thing he talked about too, is he talked about taxes and everything else. Cause I had Jordy Nelson on last week. Cause Jordy, Jordy, Gene Taylor, the AD said that Jordy's going to speak to the team, right? Everybody's for these guys making money, but you want, they want them to be careful with it because it can provide headaches that are yet unseen like Miami, that gym that's giving each player 500 bucks a month that, that the IRS starts paying attention yeah. when that happens so and I talked to Gene. he said yeah well because here's here's my fear Chris the transfer portal it's so busy in college football some business comes to you and they want to throw you some dimes then all of a sudden you hit that transfer portal and they're like this quarterbacks leaving USC to go to Alabama and they're going okay where's our we, we want this back now then you have lawsuits and then you got to pay them back because I think the transfer portal comes in and then the taxes so if the players don't go whole wild on it if they if they're smart and careful about their money,
6: you know, as long as they the players, like pros, but as long as the players aren't just taking that money up front and then and then being disingenuous about 18, it, and, 19 years old, and you get all this money thrown on. So you got to be yeah, careful. Yeah, it. there just needs to make these guys need to lawyer up and make sure oh, they're doing yeah, it right before they before they start getting money for deals that they can't uh, that they can't uh, they can't follow through on because they decided not to switch to that team. They should just be careful about that. Like, like I, Spencer Radler, the Big Twelve. Preseason player of the year. Yeah. He
2: hired Lee Steinberg to do his nil. Exactly. Like, which, okay, you can thank Mahomes for that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> so Mahomes yeah. is not
6: with Steinberg. Steinberg is building his career back up and he's making money off a lot of guys right Spencer now. Spencer <laughs>
2: Rattler isn't with him. No. If, if that's the case. The funny thing is, there's going to be, here's where, here's where the, here's where what happens with four stars, five stars. There's going to be a dealership, let's say in Tuscaloosa, and there's going to be one in Clemson. And then the one in, in in Alabama is gonna be like, "Well, if you end up signing with Alabama,
6: this escalates years now." Hopefully, the one in Gainesville is trying to trying to get them to well, come there well, too. I am saying
2: Gainesville <laughs> Chevrolet is gonna be throwing well, some. What yeah. I am saying is, oh, well, it better be better than the Chevrolet. That part we haven't seen yet, but we will. Real quick, Big T and Shawnee, what's up, Big T? Hey,
7: yeah, now. Good morning, man. Good stuff. Hey, Big. So, I was kind of throwing this idea around. Uh, uh, how does this college thing work now? Because I am I got a meeting with uh, Willie walker there at osp tomorrow about some other stuff and i'm gonna suggest to him about trying to get an athlete in him. oh <laughs> yeah. that we're talking yeah Kate, now we're talking to i'm gonna try i'm gonna talk with him because it'd it be you know we're a mom and pop and we've been around for what 52 53 years we're you know got a recognition throughout the country as, as a but you got to put pop. yourself
2: a satellite store big t in manhattan though right you need to what?
7: Well, that'd be nice. But, or you know, Lawrence, but I think he probably want Manhattan. Yeah, well, he's got the next location. I was going to reach out to Will and see if he wants to sponsor or maybe get one of those kids in there just to sign autographs. Well, you can do it. Saturday a lot Saturday of these kids are from Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. you know. Look we'll at Skylar Thompson. Something. He's from here. Heck, yeah. UMK, I'll talk to Will. We're going to go. bring that up tomorrow. There you go. Yeah. I think it'd be a really good idea. And I, I yeah. like that you guys are getting that out there because I'm all for these yeah. guys making every nickel they can make. It'd be, be a lot cheaper guys. than getting the pro. That's true, and you know that that corporate mafia—they've been taking advantage of these kids for years. So when he comes go. around, goes around. It's give the kids some time. pizza cash. And, and you know, uh, yesterday, man, I I got to give a shout out to Vern. He's a good man. I had to go to this stupid party with my girlfriend. And I would, even though the Royals lost, I'd still rather be where, where I was at the Royals game instead of where I was yesterday. And let's go out and get that victory today. Yeah. And let's take that series from Baltimore. Choo, 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 choo,
2: choo. There you go. Yeah, big T's part of Old Pizza.
6: Big T might get in trouble for airing that over the air. He didn't want to be at that party yesterday. You didn't go find you somebody, you know? <laughs> I was at this stupid party yesterday. Get on the Jake Rudley bandwagon
2: <laughs> early. Four starts can be behind Will Howard and uh, Skyler. Like, that's where the real money's gonna be—the rubly special. Yes, sir.
6: <laughs> <What? laughs> ah, I get be... a rubly pizza every day for a year.
2: There's gonna be so many,
6: so many menu items named after players oh. here.
2: Like Arkansas, that Arkansas they're giving there's some barbecue restaurants giving the offensive line free food, and yeah. Notre Dame's doing the same thing. There's a barbecue place in South Bend. It's like if these cats aren't going there, just all of them, all those big boys just coming yeah. in, and just.
6: The Crushing salty iguana is gonna name menu items after free. after Kansas players. Hope they
2: know what they bargained
6: for. Dude, Shakespeare Pizza is gonna have terrible 300 pounders come in and get some burnt
2: ends. Yeah, hope you know what you signed up for. Fifteen year old me would
6: have eaten a thousand Jacob Pullen pulled pork sandwiches. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> That's what I'm talking Shakespeare about. Shakespeare
6: Pizza is going to have terrible specialty pizzas for <laughs> players in Mizzou. It's going to be, it's going to be like that's, that's what we're going to see over the next like decade is just specialty menu items at various restaurants in these college towns so that these kids can get a little bit of cash. It's a
2: headache too, but Gene Taylor told us that during the pandemic, that's one of the things they were working on was nil no, because they knew that was,
6: because they knew it was coming.
2: Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine the last two years being any more challenging for an AD. You yeah, had the pandemic. And then you had this, which yeah. is funny because you see how these all right, home and home series have been scheduled for 2034 35. Well, they were having to schedule games. Like, for instance, BYU Coastal Carolina, that Coastal Carolina finished 12th. Zach yeah. Wilson, of course, at BYU. Yeah. They scheduled the game on Thursday and they played on Saturday. It can be done. <laughs> they proved <laughs> it can be done. Kristen Ocero in with me here on Big Sunday. We'll switch gears to Kansas City Chiefs and a little smack talk. Meant to do it uh, before, but we start talking nil
4: we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today.
1: Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.
4: Welcome back to
2: Big Sunday. Jay Bankley, Grant Nicholson producing the operation. Chris Inocero from 610 Sports Radio, long time. He'll be with Vern coming up at noon, but he's in here with me now as we talk smack talk. This came at the American Century last week.
3: Watch out for Justin Herbert next year. I'll see it when I believe it.
7: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, look out for Justin, Justin. Justin Herbert.
2: You know what he said? I loved it. Here's the thing with Herbert. Alright, he, everybody's darling just like the
6: Chargers. He did kind of botch the landing there. It's uh, I believe yeah. it when I see it, but he mi- he mixed it up. But
2: you're in the heat of the moment. You're out there at the golf yeah. clubs. You know, I you're, I, I screw up things all the time, man. Yeah, you so do. You do. I do. So it's just one of those sayings, man. It's just like roll with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, we know what he was trying to say. Look, that dog's got some Mississippi leg hound in it. From uh, I've never heard. I've never. Once he starts, just let him finish. Or how about uh, uh, Caddyshack? Or not Caddyshack, but uh, what's the Belushi movie? uh? Help me here, Grant. Blues Brothers, maybe? No, no, no. The. <laughs> God, Absolutely it? no idea. Where, where the guy gets said with the Germans bomb Pearl Harbor, and they're like, Oh, is that, uh,
6: is that uh, animal, uh, animal House? Animal yeah, House, yeah. Animal and he goes, house. Just
2: sledding finish. He's on a roll. Yeah.
6: It's like, like that kind of deal. Vesco pisses people off with that quote all the time.
2: Marcus, uh, he's, he's, he's playing with everybody. I know he is. He's, he's having I know fun he pisses people off it. with that quote though. all the time. It's so Marcus weird. Spears and Jeff Saturday had
7: this to say about it He don't give a damn about Justin Urban. He don't <laughs> but <laughs> he don't see it like y'all see it. He don't see it like everybody else. See it.
6: He sees
7: that he's been to two Super Bowls and one AFC championship in a short career. So why are we worried about these other damn quarterbacks in the division? Patrick Mahomes could care less. Now I understand what he gotta do. And y'all know I get accused of not being politically correct all the time. And I understand that Patrick Mahomes is owner of a baseball team, and he got to say the right things and do the right thing. Then keep the first response, Pete Mahomes. Don't walk it back. You feel how you
4: feel. You say what you said. Let it live. Swagoo, I'm 100% with you. A fan. Put some respect on my name if I'm I'm home. Hey, man, I don't even hear about it, Herbert, man. I don't care what that dude just did. I know this. In one year, that dude lost as many games as I've lost in my entire career. Been to two Super Bowls, won the MVP, went to an AFC Championship game. Man, you better back up off me, dude. I'm out here trying to play some golf. You're trying to jack around with my game, dude. You better recognize who this is, dude. I love that he said it.
2: So it's Marcus Spears and uh, Jeff, Saturday Jeff Saturday got a little hood on there. ESPN. They, 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 <laughs> they liked it. I did too. Here's the thing about Herbert, you know, you know, Chris. I I've been on the Bar- Browns wagon bandwagon this year. I, I have the know, Browns bandwagon. I have been, okay. and it's been beforehand too, because you know now yeah. everybody likes it. And usually yeah. when everybody jumps on a bandwagon, I kind of hop off of it because I. Well, you might like be space. different. He likes the Whitmer film <laughs> bandwagon. I was on that before, <laughs> and then everybody jumped on it. And yeah, you're like oh, that's like, not cool anymore. I was like, yeah, let me find another RV. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the bottom line is, like, the Browns won a playoff game. You know, Stefanski, coach of the year. The Chargers haven't won crap. And not only that, Herbert has as many losses last year as Mahomes does in his career. And he had to go on the road, and you could audible when you're in front of cardboard in 20%. Now, he hasn't done it against full stadiums. He has that not done that on the road. I mean, for, you know, the Chargers sit out there and they tweet out, Video of a, a loss that they had to the Chiefs in L.A., but then they tweet out video of a win they had when Mahomes didn't even play in the game when the Chiefs already had the number one seed locked up. Like they're living on that. Like the Raiders live on the fact they beat the Chiefs in a victory lap. But I can't buy, I can't buy the the Herbert. I, I love Mahomes' attitude. Like he should have that. I love when he counts down and stuff. But you know what? They gave him another chip because he's like, I can't wait for football season. He walked back some of the comments. Why do teams mess with the bull? You're going to get the horns.
6: I love Justin Herbert. I've been a fan of him since he was at Oregon. I was, to me, he was, I was like, that dude's the best quarterback in the draft you when he got drafted. So I was, I was a big fan of him. Uh, I will say this, though. Don't put him in the same category or even close to being the same category as Mahomes. Like, just, and I understand the fan was, you know, trying to say something funny and, you know, trying to get his sound bite. Uh, but we saw a little bit of cocky Mahomes there. And I love it. I love when Mahomes shows a little bit of that Michael Jordan. I love that stuff, and I wish he would show him more because, like, that's the thing I I, I loved about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, he was great, and he was never afraid to let you know about it, whether it be on the court or out out of the court. And he would always take just the littlest slight, you know, take the littlest slight personal. Like seriously, there's like a video clip uh, on YouTube where you have Pat, where you have uh, Michael Jordan. Saying so many times, I took that personal. You know, it, it, it's yeah, it's Michael that. Jordan taking things personal in the Last Dance. Chris, team and is fifteen to one on the road the last two but, years, and that's the thing that I you mean, have they, they don't to care. do. If you're gonna be great, you have to be petty. And I love petty Mahomes. I, so I'm telling you right now, I want to see more of this. I want Mahomes to say this about every quarterback. Yo, I love. I, I want, want him the to when be Kelsey's like
2: put behind Kittle on a list. Even exactly, their bu- they're buddies. And I want him to be talking inter- trash about last I'm year's offensive line in the
6: Super Bowl. I like when
2: they talk about I got a chip on my shoulder this year. We we're embarrassed. Yes. I like what Tyree Kill says, the same thing. Like, you're they showed up to OTAs. They didn't have to. This team is on a mission, man. Yeah. And they've got a chip on their shoulder and little stuff like that. It's fun. I like it. I like that attitude because here's what you did. They're taking a team that's great. And they're you, pissing you, them off. You don't give a team that's
6: great a yeah. chip. Yeah. It was like that with Michael Jordan. You like don't give Royals, him anything.
2: The 15 Royals had to find stuff. They had to search the internet for people talking bad about him, which they would. Oh, uh, they didn't. No, uh, they, they didn't. found no, one guy. the 15 Royals. One guy wrote, I remember Christian Cologne coming on the drive. He goes, yeah, this article, it was some article. But I mean,
6: yeah, but teams but tried to punk them at the, I mean, remember the White Sox first series of the year, they tried to punk the Royals. If you have everybody loving on you, that's when you starts like thinking you're good. Yeah, but on the field, like the White Sox tried to punk them. Uh, the, then you saw the, the uh, Oakland Athletics—they tried to punk them, yeah, they were and the Royals showed. They'd start fights exactly. with them, and and the Royals showed that they were not punks when they went out there and they was throwing hands with those teams. And all of a sudden, and they were throwing, they were throwing fastballs at guys' heads. And all of a sudden, they showed that they were about that life early on in 2015, and it it, it set the tone. Wait till the NFL Top 100 comes out. Oh yeah, we'll you were somebody. Is. You know, you know if he's not number one. He's going to find some reason. Uh, he's going to you know find some it. reason. But for some
2: reason, a big part of me thinks he will be.
6: <laughs> like a big part of me thinks he will be number 1. I wouldn't be shocked if he wasn't. I don't know, man. I would not be I don't shocked. Know. He's if He's not going to be four again. Dude, like let's be honest here. Who's going to be ahead of him? I could see someone saying Tom Brady is ahead. I could see him. Oh, I could see no players saying way. Tom. Brady. No way. I could don't, believe he's me, forty-three, I can, or whatever. especially with that MCL. He won a Super Bowl in a torn MCL. Which, I by the way, I guarantee you, there are people out there that were, that are going to try by to make the, the way, case. They're talking that about he's fighting than the bucks.
2: More. No, no. Here's the thing: NFL teams they don't care about fines. Start taking their draft picks away. Then they start caring.
6: Oh yeah, yeah. Like you're not putting him on the injury report, don't find them. They don't care. I take their picks I away. I agree with that. that. That the fact that that did not get listed at any point during the season some picks. is a problem. They, they lost they,
2: picks because Reed was talking to Jeremy Mackle and they lost that's picks. That's what
6: I'm saying. So if if you did not it, like if if you did not list him once and this is gambler driven. And it's I'm saying it's not even just that though. It's like getting that information out to, to just, you know, other teams as well. The fact that they didn't list him at all, even though he had a torn MCL, and I guarantee you they knew it, is a problem. And that's the reason why I think absolutely they gotta they gotta they gotta punish them and set that precedent that you shouldn't be hiding injuries like that. Well, Chris, my problem is the show's only two
2: hours. I have yeah, problem. Yeah, with I that. agree with that. It should be longer. But coming up next, ESPN, your insider. They don't think a rookie's going to start on this offensive line. Yeah. I beg to differ.
1: <laughs>
0: Tacovas right. is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making, so they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity, and I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas.
5: That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at hero.co.
4: This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. Welcome
2: back to Big Sunday final segment. For Josh Vernier takes over for the On Deck Show. Great Nicholson, producing the operation Uno Cero. Chris who will be part of that uh, with Vern today, producing in studio with me because I like to talk football. So we figured out our number. We, we
6: figured out our number one this year on NFL Top 100. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers because he's NFL MVP. He's going to get the nod over Mahomes. Brady was 14th last yeah, year. Yeah, it's not going to be Brady. It's going to be it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. And it's and here's the thing about it. I kind of hope it is because I want Patrick to take that slight personal, and I want I him to personally. be angry. I want him to throw for 5,000 yards this year. Rodgers is number 16 last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. He ain't going to get that this year. He better find a team. <laughs> I think he's going to play with the Packers this year. I do, too. I
2: think he's going to be a Packer, too.
6: He's going to wait it out. He's going to wait through training camp, but he'll be there right before they start well, just, the just like Peyton Manning, what he said to uh, Kevin Millar, yeah. MLB Network,
2: he said that uh, my gut feeling is – He's back in Green Bay, and you know what? When he talks, um, he knows Broncos inside now because they tell me anything. I asked Jordy Nelson, who once got the most touchdown pass in the NFL for Aaron Rodgers, yeah. and one year he was number two. I said, what's your gut feeling?
7: Uh, my gut would be he's back in Green Bay.
2: There you go. Jordy Nelson. Yeah. Who, I think he's back there. Who was Aaron Rodgers' best weapon? Uh, you showed me something, NFL Insider, because I've been talking about a lot about the line in our tenth, sixth and tenths, like right in front of where the line does their drills, which i I love because I think the offensive line is the number one story. Matter of fact, it, Arrowhead Pride put out a, a column. If you could choose one position group to watch, what would it be? And it was linebackers, offensive line, receivers, corners. I voted offensive line because I'm been saying it. it. won, by the way. It was overwhelming because I think the offensive line, and I think, Chris, now I'd say that the higher percentage chance would be two rookie, two rookie start, which could be, they'd be Creed Humphrey at center, and if some way, Trey Smith. That, that's, that's. Optimism, but I think he's going to turn some heads in training camp. And they would say Niang beat out Rimmers, which okay. So maybe maybe they don't have any. Maybe Austin Blythe ends up winning the center job over Creed Humphrey. Don't expect it. What if uh, LDT wins a starting job and then Rimmers? Okay, that, that's none on the offensive line that are rookies. That's what your ESPN Insider. Have. Yeah, yeah. I I I don't agree with that. By the
6: way, I don't like the idea that you're not going to have any rookie. Like first off, there could be three. Like that, know, that could happen. Could be three. I think for sure. Creed. I mean, Creed's been taking first team reps all off season, but Austin Blythe is the veteran. He's the veteran, but, but he's on a one year deal, not really being paid a whole lot of money. Less and they, than a million, less than a million. Like he's, he's a safety option, but though, Chris, the thing is people forget.
2: I said, if he doesn't win the center job, look for him to fight for that right guard. Yeah. that's what he was before center. And not only that, you know Andy Reid loves flexibility. Yeah. I'm gonna keep this guy because he could be our center if Creed Humphrey gets hurt. You're exactly. Like I can see Austin Blythe making the team because he can play guard and that's that flexibility he's looking for. Just like Kyle Long can be a swing guy. Yeah. Can play guard, tackle, whatever when he comes back from the injury. That's why I really like Austin Blythe's chances. He can play dude. I think boat. he's
6: played more guard in his career than center anyway. He's a bit more of a right
2: guard. Brian Hill got hurt, he got moved. Exactly. Over to the center with the so, Rams. so
6: but I think it, it, he's probably more inclined to play guard anyway. So, they that's why I think like Cree is a center. He that's what he's that's what he was at Oklahoma. That's what he's going to be here in Kansas. And they City. don't give up sacks. Him, Orlando, no, Brown, That was the
2: one thing in common. Yeah. They're they're very, very fewly pen- penalized. Yeah. And
6: they don't give up sacks. And and for me, like a Trey Smith, only reason why he was he was picked in the sixth round is because blood of blood clots. clots. That's it. That's the only reason why. Otherwise, he's probably a
2: second day. Did player. you watch him on that Big Boy Club with Swartz? No, I haven't. D- D- Dude's a future coach, man. Yeah, because he was at the, on the on the dry erase board. Yeah, I think you t- I think
6: you, I think you re- I remember you talking about that. He t-
2: it got me excited because he talked about taking people's will away from when you pancake him. Yeah,
6: like he's such a nice
2: guy. But he's got that switch, man. Yeah, he's got that switch. Like, don't piss him off.
6: He's a, he was five star athlete at Tennessee. Five star nation. Yeah, number. I mean, he is a just physically, he's a monster. The only thing you got to worry about though is the blood clot thing. But he hasn't had it in a few years. And he played last year when he didn't have to. Exactly. So I I, I think you got at least two rookies. I think you have two rookies starting on the line this year. Chris, this went fast, way too
2: fast. But yes. we got training camp and a lot of football to talk, my friends. Yes. Have fun. Josh Vernier on deck show next. Thanks to Vern for joining me at 11 o'clock. As he does, we like to haggle about the Royals for the season. Huge thanks to Grant Nicholson for getting in here. I mean, that's a major accomplishment. Just kidding, Grant. Wildcat Grant. Josh Vernier comes your direction on the on deck show next.